From DS Media Studios in Tema, Ghana, this is Two Peswas. Two Peswas is a weekly podcast where we cover a range of topics, from buzzing media headlines to music to highlights from the week. Each episode is co-hosted by myself, Peaches, and Eddie. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 10. Hello. Hello. We're, we're in the studio live. We actually had a really funny incident. This is literally take two because take one was interrupted by a very aggressive chicken. Yeah. I don't know where he is, but he was very vocal and very loud and all up in the audio. Exactly. So, so, and as much as we like to give you some background, this was two. too loud. Just had yeah, to I mean, it authentic because it's yeah, African. They I know, like chicken I know. Noises. It was just, it's it's was that just too loud. It was not just too loud. Yeah. So anyway, hope everyone is doing well. <laughs> right. And we're going to get started. Exactly. So in the news. So somewhere in Texas, I was saying that um, a 19-year-old woman um, shot, apparently shot her, her New Year's Eve date. Wow. Yeah, because she apparently wanted, he had some guns. She wanted the guns from him. She, I, th- I think she had got a hold of them and then demanded that he pay her $2,000. Now, So did he have the guns on him at the time? I, or maybe, I don't know, maybe she knew or she, she asked him to bring it. The whole story wasn't very detailed. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit like, you know. American. S- exactly. So they were out on the street for some reason. And the wit- a witness saw what was happening. The guy had not put a gun to her head. <laughs> so he goes and calls 911. And when he gets back, the guy is dead. She said the gun went off and, and killed him accidentally or whatever. And that's, at the same time, she's saying that it was self-defense. Very bizarre story. Mm-hmm. But my, when I, like, the issue had me thinking that do we really know the kinds of people we are dating? <laughs> so that was, that was the premise there. <laughs> So um, the first time I went on a date with my boyfriend, I had a nail file in my purse. <laughs> not because I thought he was sketchy, not, not because I thought he was weird. I mean, he wasn't giving me any, any Vibe. wrong vibes or something. And besides, I'd met him through a mutual friend. So I had this nail file in my, in my, in my purse. And by the way, he won't stop giving me grief about this. Like. Listen, but as you know, I stay strapped in some type of way. You I've got pepper spray. Mm-hmm. I've got a cutlass in my car. Exactly. I've got, look. Yeah. So, exactly. Now, at the same time, I also gave, I think, I don't know whether it was you again, whether it was you or my sister, I gave him, I gave you or her his number in case something happened. I don't, I don't seem mm. to remember, but that was the thing. And uh, I'm just saying, with the advance of technology, I mean, you've got your Tinders and your Bumbles, you've got Facebook, Twitter, whatever. You've got your normal churches, uh, funerals where you can meet people. Like right. you can meet people anywhere. basically anywhere. But people can be crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got your serial killer squad. You've got your married men squad who are looking for some side action. You've mm-hmm. got a whole lot of people out there. So when you're meeting somebody for the first time, a lot of the time we think, oh, we're grown. We don't need to tell anybody where we're meeting. But it's right. always good to let somebody know where you're going. And you also know? go into a public place exactly, where nothing exactly, can happen. Because that could save your life. Yep. Yeah. So Absolutely. On, on the basis of this bizarre story, it just got me thinking, that, do we really know who we're dating? You know, some, yeah. Something to think about. So that's my in the news. <laughs> that's a good one. And yeah. it's a very Texas type of story. Texas, I know. Texas Texans and their guns. Guns, I know. Uh, don't play with it. Gosh. 19. She's yeah, 19. 19. 19. That means he must be fairly young himself. I don't I don't it's just a bizarre it's story. very sad, actually. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So for my in the news this week, um, sometime a couple of days ago, mm. there was an announcement that the vice president, Mamadou Baumia, 
um, has flew to the UK for medical treatment. Yes, I heard that. And yeah, so and then he apparently he's still there, and they're unsure when he'll return. Mm -hmm. So of course it just got me thinking, you know, that I just feel now. First of all, let me preface this by saying I actually quite like. Um, Dr. Baumia, I think he's very well spoken, he's very okay. intelligent, all that. Mm. However, I feel like the opt and it's, this is certainly not an indictment of him in particular, because literally mm-hmm. all these African leaders do it. Do, yes. Where at the first sign of trouble, well, you, tr- then they're off to Some Europe country, or yeah. something. And I'm like, you as, I mean, the optics are terrible. Yep. You as one of the leaders of this country are literally saying by your actions that. Nobody, no facility either Mm. in your own country is capable of giving you the care that you need. And I'm like, are you okay with that? Like, I mean, you have we have an entire health ministry that was appointed. Yes. And they'll come on some speech somewhere and be like, you know, we appreciate the care that our doctors and the quality Mm -hmm. of, and you know, um, University of Legon has produced these magnificent doctors and blah blah blah. Yet. You don't want to use them? Who should? Yeah, exactly. So who should? And I'm just like, okay, but even, okay, let's assume you didn't want to go to Kolebu because it's like a death trap mm. or whatever it is. Don't we have sufficient, like, private hospitals that exactly. you feel like could give you this care? Like, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like it looks terrible. And I don't think that our public servants should be the ones dipping and dodging the facilities that they are in charge of managing. Like, what do you mean? That's like having a restaurant, Mm. but you won't eat there. Because I refuse to believe that there aren't people who could have taken care of him. I mean, and and mm. so that's the part one. And the part two is, Mm. it did get me thinking about how much right do we have as citizens to the medical history of our leaders. At what point is it like their personal confidentiality versus, well, if he's not, if he can't do the job, don't we Mm. have a right to Mm. know? I've never thought of that. And I don't really know where that line is drawn. But I mean, just in the case, for example, like uh, Buhari, Mm. who, I mean, Nigeria basically has no president. I mean, for months and months, he was gone for stretch enormous months. Maybe it should become mandatory for people to for politicians to take um exam um medical tests before they actually. Get I'm sure into they're office. supposed to, yeah. and I mean even America they did well. His it was obviously <laughs> bogus as hell, but <laughs> Trump's, uh, Trump's oh, recent Lord. um <laughs> health. You know they come and say okay he's he weighs this much oh. he weighs that much he's in good health which <laughs> but well, I mean technically I I feel like we should know I mean even I with us so. I'm talking about. Buhari, look at Atta Mills. I mean, yes. the man was clearly ill. Yeah. Mm. Apparently, it was throat cancer or something. Oh, wow, I think okay. so. Something like that. Didn't they say Baumi he has a stroke? Had a rumors? Stroke? That's, that's what I'm hearing. I don't yeah. know whether it's confirmed or true, but I'm yeah. hearing rumors that he had a stroke. Oh, my goodness. But even if he had, wouldn't it be a bit more sensible to have him here take care of him instead of flying him then, all then the that way means they there? threw him on a medical jet and all that. So again, all that mean I'm the one paying for that. So really? yeah. <laughs> you and I like are paying for this. It's just, it's just, so I don't know. Obviously, you wish him well and you want, the, but I mean you. And then that's the thing. Like for example, that's why I get so mad when I see these. They put on these hazards mm. and try and cut through traffic. Where? Excuse me. 
<laughs> I feel like public. You should be. You should be the one made to sit in that traffic. Exactly. So you, so that you go mm-hmm. to the office and be like, okay, the traffic is ridiculous. We need Who to do is it? exactly. We need to do something about it. But and if you if you have this ad, these advantages, you're not going to do anything you don't care, about it because you're not really. Maybe some of the or like all the ministerial what, during the doomsaw crisis, mm. all of them were getting free fuel and generators and everything. No, you should be in the dark with us. Yes, yes, yes. You should be in the traffic so you understand yeah. that it, maybe you've forgotten, maybe you, it's not affecting you. When the thing affects you, you're more inclined and motivated to do something yeah, about it. because it's like they're living in a different world altogether. Yeah. You know? They're not living the same life that some of us are. So, they so don't what, see, are, what are mm-hmm. you, I mean, this is not, then Then you mean you're royalty. This is like, a, you know, an empire. Yep. You are you know, the emperor's son or whatever. Mm. And we just work and give you the, the money. money. That's yeah, not that's, how it's supposed to work. That's not how it works, no. So if you're presiding over, you know, some ministry or something or whatever it is, you should de- patronize the, your own stuff. Yeah. And if if you realize, if it's that bad, do something about it. Mm. You're the one that can, you know. I just and it, feel... you can't not patronize your own stuff and then tell your your citizens that they that should. That they should. Like, how does that work? Don't look you down know? on mm, the quality when of you're not. When you're not doing And it's the same, same for everything. Whether it's university, mm-hmm. that they don't send their kids to the the same schools. Yep. They don't send them to hospital here. They don't even the four by fours. I remember sometimes they asked they, why do ministers need to get Land Cruiser V eight mm-hmm. and whatever? MPs. It was MPs. Yeah. And one of them responded that oh, so that he's able to make it to where his constituents oh, are because <laughs> the quality of the roads are I bad. Don't believe and I was like if the quality of the roads are Aren't bad, you supposed to fix the road? Don't you know the, the, <laughs> the highway, Minister of Roads uh, and Highways, tell nah. him to fix it. That's just an excuse. I mean, they, they do too much. I feel like we... And as, where else could you would you dare do that? You think Obama could could barely leave his America without people? Why are you going on mm-hmm. holiday somewhere else? He could barely wear a tan suit and you get could, couldn't. You can't do that. Much that can you imagine if they said he Obama was flown to Switzerland for medical care? Like, ah. <laughs> you, they wouldn't dare. Yeah, but they here they get dare. away with anything. All the because people are like, eh, but uh, whatever, whatever. No, we, we we can we can do better than this. Yeah, I hope he gets well soon. But then I do. I wish him the best. Yeah, I really do. To, and again, this is not necessarily this. even about him. <laughs> no, because they all do it. But <clears throat> I think we need to patron. If they more than anyone need to patronize mm. made in Ghana stuff because they're the ones that made it. Exactly. So anyway, that's my in the news. All right. So we're on to song of the week, mm-hmm. and to this week I've got two songs. The first one is "Fancy Love Song" by Mensa. Yeah, I love that song. Mensa, shout out to you. Please retweet this when you hear it. <laughs> I love that I, song. No, no, I mean, I, do I, know, too. I know it's pretty old. I don't know when it A came out. A couple of years ago. Okay. Um, maybe. Wow, it might have been a, maybe four or five years. Mm, I don't know. But it's beautiful. It really it's is. Such Even a the video chill, is cute. Oh, it's such a chill Mellow vibe. Yeah, yes, really, really nice. Mensa is a genius. Mensa, I tell you this. I think <laughs> I've told you this in person. That you are a musical genius exactly. and never change. Yes. So that's that. Yeah, Fancy Love Song by Mensa. The second one is a song called Love is a Battlefield. <gasps> Jordan by... Sparks? No, oh. this is actually by a, an, Ameri- an American jazz singer called Mesa. Or Ma- Mesa. Oh, okay. I so I know the original song, and it was by Pat Pat Benatar, or the oh, one from the eighties yeah, or something. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that song. And I was sleeping one night. I had my headphones on. I was listening to some jazz. I was drifting yeah. in and out. <laughs> um, Charlie, this people say that that be feeling splalala, listening to jazz in the evening. Charlie, are, are you people listening? I keep insisting Eddie's a dandabi. I listen to everything. Please, not just jazz. I listen to <laughs> everything. Anyway, so I was. 
listening and then I heard this song and I knew I'd heard this song before but it was a different version mm. so I just got my, I dragged myself out of sleep looked at the name and then checked it out later that's cool yeah, so a it's a really beautiful yeah it's a very beautiful rendition of nice. love is the of love is love is a battlefield so that's the song beautiful song if you can check it out Mesa love is a battlefield and fancy love song by Mensa lovely yep all right <laughs> So I also have two song recommendations. So the first one is called Contradiction, and it's by Mali Music featuring Janae Eichel. Oh, so okay. Yes, yes, yes. So Mali Music is a very, very well-known contemporary gospel singer. And... Um, mm. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and then so... And I, I think I heard of him because he had a, a big crossover hit called Beautiful. That came out in... Um, Oh, I don't know. Maybe 2000 and something. Mm-hmm. And then Janae Aiko is like quite known. She's like an alternate R&B mm. singer kind of thing. Really chill vibes. Yeah. yeah. So she kind of broke out. Well, and that's when I heard of her as well. Somewhere in 2013, she released an EP called Sail Out. And it mm-hmm. did really well. And um, the song off of it that I heard first was called Comfort in Freestyle. I was just going to ask whether you know Comfort in. Yes! I was just going to no, say, yeah, I was just going to do you know a, that song? I, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's a good song. That's, that's a very, yeah, very good song. I like it. I like so, it. So, yeah, and so apparently they collaborated for the soundtrack to a movie called Chirac, which is like a okay. Spike Lee movie. Mm-hmm. And the song is called Contradiction, and it's, ooh, it's gorgeous. Ooh. Of course, he got some flack because they're like, hey, Mali Music, so what are you doing? This uh, contemporary, mm. worldly song <laughs> about romancing girls and stuff. But <laughs> the song is good. Secular, so I know. Secular songs. <laughs> yeah, so check that out. And the second song is by a Nigerian artist. It's called Nonso, Nonso Amadi. Mm-hmm. Now, he got, he broke out, he, had a, he dropped an EP called Alone. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in 2015. And the, there was a song on there called Tonight, which is a song I'm recommending. Okay. That was like the breakout song off that EP. And it's like really, I actually really, really like that song. Mm. You should check I'll it out. check it out. Yep. Um, apparently he, you know, grew up in Nigeria. He went to school in England, did his first degree. He's in Canada now doing right. his second degree. Oh, okay. And somewhere in between there, he released an EP. And it's really awesome. The problem is, apparently, he did his first live Christmas shows in uh, Lagos this mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. And people Twitter ripped him oh, to no. shreds oh, no. because his live performance were... I mean, I watched horrible. them. It was, they were pretty bad. Mm. Pretty bad. But people were like, oh, don't be so hard on him. This is his first, you know, mm. big sh- platform. Mm. And then somebody, too, said, look, this is not a high school <laughs> variety show or talent. Bring your Come with your and you've been paid lots of money. Oh my Literally God. a huge audience of people are here to see you and you're doing distance. So Hopefully he gets better. I mean, I hope he I takes hope that so. I wish him well because mm. the music is really great. Right. Um, so yeah, I think he needs to just finesse the... <laughs> yeah. But Contradiction by Mali Music featuring Janae Aiko and Tonight by Nonso Amadi. Beautiful. All right. We'll check it out. What the F? What the F? So in What the F today, people are eating Tide Pods. <laughs> so before I get into that, let me tell you a story. Today, it looks like today is like story time. Story time, because I have stories story <laughs> you know? for my two pesos as well. <laughs> so when I was young, I must have been about four or five. I, I, I found myself in some part of a house. I saw laundry detergent, like the powdered mm. laundry detergent. I loved the smell. I said, you know what, Eddie? 
Let's eat this. Exactly. Let's eat this. Let's eat this. And surprisingly, oh I actually liked it. I remember, I remember liking it. <laughs> so, of course, my dad caught me. And I don't know what he did, whether he gave me a charcoal tablet. He, gave, he did something. And the weird thing is, like, even right now, when I smell laundry detergent, you have my, mouth, my mouth starts watering. Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, I, do I don't know, eat it. Do you know obviously. that show, My Strange Addiction? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> there are all sorts of things. Like we, so that's very weird. Like, my mouth actually was, I just love the smell, but I'm not addicted. I don't eat it. So that's, that's my story. <laughs> so the thing that people are doing now is eating Tide Pods. And these are, like, laundry detergent packets. They're very colorful, so if you're a kid, you might see it and think it's like something sweet. But ironically, it's mm. not the it's not small children eating. That's, that's, that's <laughs> a funny thing. That's, it's actually a, a challenge, and I've seen people put them on pizza. Yeah, like people are biting down on that. I hear some people have died, and I was just thinking to myself: so while human being has evolved, you know, people are going back and eating yeah. soap. Like, why? You don't have to follow every trend. It's just, I find it very upset, like, eating something like laundry. I mean, I've done it. I'm not saying it was right. I was a kid. But let's not follow everything. But, you know, there's this theory that when you reach a certain level of uh, progress, Mm -hmm. so let's say in Western societies where the urges to just achieve day-to-day survival are no longer there. Let's Mm. say you know you'll be fed, sheltered, housed then you become issues become more like you get it it all goes in your head and that's what because i was having a talk with my friend abby Mm -hmm. and we're like you know there's probably something to the fact that like i don't maybe they haven't been caught but i don't think places like africa and stuff we have serial killers and things like that okay we don't we haven't really gotten to the level where Now we have time to sit at home and, and think just and plot mm. and uh, to the level where it becomes even psychosis right. and you're calculating, making a plan Mm-mm. how to kidnap multiple. Like we don't, we really we want other problems. Right. Mm. Yes. Where am I going to find my next king kid and stuff? <laughs> so we get right, to the place you. where and what I call angst. Like I went to school with a lot of white people right. and I was busy there buying my menial labor, trying to pay my bills you and know? stuff. And they had everything set, and therefore all their problems were emotional. Yes, and yes. I, you know, I cut myself because I don't feel beautiful. And yeah. I'm like, hey, mm. we, I mean, we don't have, I feel like we don't have the luxury of having those, of having mm. some of these issues. We right. don't, look, Africans don't even get the luxury of being depressed, for goodness mm. sake. Like, you don't, there's, I don't know, there's no, there isn't enough of a support system for you to, like, mm. really have, be allowed to have psychological it, or yeah. emotional and you, problems. Yeah, I don't know if you... I know, I get you. But then, and if you do tell people they are depressed, you're like, ah, oh, come on. What is see? depressed? Yeah, My friend gets up yeah, Exactly, you know. There's no, dismissing. first of all, there's no sympathy. And I don't no. know, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily because we're just in, naturally insensitive. It's just that we don't, we don't have the luxury. We mm. don't have the luxury to be animal activists because I hate the way we treat animals mm. here like what dog pets in general yeah, yeah. I feel like we're really cruel to animals even when I see them taking the cows to the mm. abattoir <laughs> they sit they tie them and oh. re- and they sit on them and they, they in these trucks and yeah, they beating the animal mm. 
And I'm yeah, just like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but if you go and like, don't do, they're like, hey. Is it not just meat? I mean, it's just not going to First be of all, my son is hungry. So you are here talking about be nice to the cows. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? Like, we really don't have the luxury of a lot of things. And I the think, way people treat their pets, you know. Yes, like, the dogs mm, and the kids. I mean, yeah. or they don't even feed them or exactly. they're out there supposed to care. eat scraps. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's and I feel like for, for the individuals, like the teenagers and stuff, mm. they have, I guess, I don't know. I don't want to call it the luxury, but... They are the ones that really sit down and TV is very impressionable for them mm-hmm. and body dysmorphia yeah. issues, you know. Now they have the eating Tide Pods and stuff it's for, fun. Like, for fun. Like, even body imagine? mods, like mm. cutting their tongues open and just... having all these piercings and, I don't know, eyeball weird. tattoos. Mm-hmm. And stuff. We really don't have the luxury of doing any of nope, that nope, stuff. Nope, nope. And besides, so, your parents will beat it out of you. Like, I, I think uh, there's something like, maybe, is it society or culture? In some senses, not all, because we are also out here doing that stool challenge, mm, so we have oh our yeah. own set of issues. Mm. But we don't somehow get to the point where we're self-harming mm-hmm. for fun. For fun, yeah, no. Do you exactly. get yeah, 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 self-harming for, for fun. fun just and because. it's not fun, but mm, for fun. Yeah, you know, I don't think we're... I don't think we might never get there, Charlie. Man still has to find Gary and watch Yeah, that, that's true. We've got a long way School to fees go. to pay and stuff. We don't have the luxury of, oh my God, I have whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know, I, I don't understand. Yeah, so what that, that was, that was, no, it's fine. So that's my what the... F- eat people eating Tide, pot, uh, tide Pots. It's just a bizarre, bizarre thing to the do. The true what the F is that you find Tide powder... No, but appealing. this is... I mean, I do find it appealing. It's just... We've all, we've all got our weird quirks. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, we do. Just, I'm just, just joking. Oh, no, I know. I know you are. So that, that's my what the F. <laughs> so my what the F was a, a delight. Like, my, I was going to do something completely different. Mm-hmm. And the Cosmos dropped this in my lap. And I just could not resist. <laughs> yes, yeah, so the Cosmos in the form of Nana Menu, who sent this to me on WhatsApp. Thank you very much. And so the headline is just... When we're talking about peak efficiency in what the effery, oh. when I read this headline to you, it's oh, like gosh. seven different what the effs in oh, one. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh. So the headline says 12 camels disqualified <gasps> from annual Saudi beauty contest. In Botox role. I saw it this morning and I didn't read any further because I couldn't. I, I said, "Did I miss something? Were they talking about human beings? Were they talking about camels?" No, I didn't want to go further. I just like, you know what? I'm not reading. This. So <laughs> first of all, camels have beauty contests in Saudi Arabia. What? It's a thing. Huh? And secondly, they said annual. So <laughs> <laughs> this is not a one off. It didn't just start. Jeez. It's an ongoing thing. Beauty contests for camels. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Ghana, we don't even miss Ghana. We couldn't keep it going on each year. You know, uh, they had oh, like no. multiple years where oh, there were really? no Miss Ghana I did, I pageants. Didn't, I didn't even notice that. It's and it's it, even when it came back, it's been marred in controversy. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in Saudi Arabia, camels Come have on. annual contests. Okay. <laughs> the next what the f point is they take this so seriously that people are out here trying to cheat. Like what? <laughs> So I looked up, so the article discussed the criteria for, Mm -hmm. you know, what they look for, like the beauty in the camels. Mm -hmm. And they said they look for attributes like delicate ears, (laughs) big nose, and and big lips, and things like that. So they were saying that, so a vet was caught on camera injecting like 12 of these camels with like Botox. Ah. So it would make their jawline... Bigger, what? What plumping up their lips. Like they gave them a Kardashian makeover. This is, this is so bizarre. <laughs> like, what the 
What's this? So the next thing that made me laugh is not only do people take it seriously enough to give their camels plastic surgery, <laughs> that the judges themselves take it so seriously that they're disqualifying people. <laughs> like, <laughs> disqualifying people who have done oh such. Oh, my God. It's like, you know, Miss World where they always say, oh, you know, because the Miss, I think it was one year, Miss mm. Venezuela was, they were like, oh, she had... No, she had her nose and okay. whatever, so it's not fair that she should mm-hmm. compete with people who are okay, natural. Yeah. yeah, and a, th- th- this camel contest. <laughs> so then I got to the last ah. point, and then I was like, ah. "Oh, I understand everything now." Okay, is and that's probably the biggest what the fuck of all. Oh, I said five. Okay, never mind. <laughs> we don't need to blur it out. This is we're grown folks here. But I apologize. <laughs> the prize money. Is five million dollars <laughs> for the who? For so the, I said for that amount of money, I I'll will be pretend a to be a camel, <laughs> and you can. I will do plastic surgery to turn myself into an animal to be a and compete in this thing and and and, and win. Oh I will commit my to winning. You see what happens when you have too much money to to, to waste. You hey. See the kind of things that happen. Three point seven million pounds. Yeah, five million dollars is the prize money. So then I'm just like, okay, no wonder that they're doing plastic surgery and stuff. I'm just like, hey, Saudi. This is the thing. Or like I said, when you reach a certain level, yeah, you can start um, getting caught up in things that other people wouldn't even now. The stakes are so high. You're fine. You are now a a plastic surgeon that deals in camels. I can't even believe this. Like, what is this? And so much money. Five million dollars. Please, like, let's go all be camels. Huh? <sighs> I, need a pay- I need to find a Saudi patron. <laughs> I'm out here struggling, trying to find like $10,000 and stuff. Millions. My goodness. So I'm like, so, so when so the camel sorry. wins, does the camel get the money? Like, what? Uh-huh, or does he have an extra nice treat that day? Probably, I hope at least probably, they yeah. get him a nice camel meal or something for the efforts. Like, jeez. Anyway, this is insanity. It really, it really is. It really is. Whoa, this is really like what the f. Like. Yeah. So that's my what the f this week. I, it was just I could not resist. I was like, what? Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> that's the funny one. All right. So to pessimists. Um, my two pessimists today is conversations with the ex. Uh-oh. I'm not about to throw any shade. Are no, you being so, Okay, I was like, yeah. are you about to be messy? What? Oh, no, no, no. I'm never messy. <laughs> it's just a general thing. <laughs> so I think generally there are, there, there are two like school of thoughts. One, one, one side says, don't talk to your ex. There's a reason mm. why the, the relationship, whatever, didn't work. The other people say, okay, it's just human. Things happen. So if you're still talking to your ex, it's fine. And ex, I'm talking in the context of, it could be anything, your ex-friend, ex-business partner, ex-wife, ex-boyfriend, mm. ex-girlfriend. So, But then, because this is two persuas, <laughs> speak my two persuas, this is my opinion. So, I'm, I think that if you've had an ex, and I think a lot of people have, have had exes who have been, like, downright rubbish, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't see the justification for for, for wanting to keep talking to you. I don't see, like... Ooh, I'm going to have to disagree with you. Really? You Somebody who treated you, like, really, really no, horrible? Okay, That's no. what I, I mean. Th- like, no, yeah. I'm not talking to you. I think it depends you. how the relationship ended. I have a story even on that. Ooh, so girl, spill it, spill it, spill Actually, it. maybe I should get to that story now. So, <laughs> I used to date a guy for years. And at some point, I decided to go visit him. He mm-hmm. was in America at the time. I was in Germany. 
I said, you know what, let me go visit him. I haven't seen you in so long. We've been together for, what, like six, five years. So I go visit him. This is in February of some year. I don't remember the year. In February. So I go visit him and then go find out from his friend that he's getting married in May. Oh. So I go confront like, yeah, yo, what's, what's up? Like, this guy's telling me that you're getting married. He's like, yeah, he's just getting married for papers. So hmm. I, should, I should just sit back. Hmm. Once the papers go through, then we can, we can, we can get back together. So you know what? You're not going to do this with me. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. Fast forward to a few years ago. So this guy is in my inbox saying that, oh, he's done me so wrong. Can I forgive him? Blah, blah, blah. He needs to see me. I said, whatever you need to say, you can say it by messenger. There's really no need mm-hmm. to. You see, and he's like, oh, no, I really need to see you. I need to talk to you. I need to see you to tell you how much, like, all the things that I did. I said, you know what? Okay, fine. I'm going to be here, there, 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 so whatever. Obviously, I knew I wasn't going to be around. Mm-hmm. So he, he said he had come to my house. <laughs> but he didn't find me. Um, I said, yeah. For me, I don't see why I should keep talking to you. After all that you've done, if you okay. didn't have the guts to tell me yourself, I found found no, out no, no, through no. somebody. That's that's. Yeah. And then like you want to talk to me, I don't see. I like I don't find it. I mean, I'm not mad or bitter or anything about it, but I just don't see that. Like you're mm-hmm. adding no value to my life at this point. Right. Why do I need to keep talking to you? You know. I'm, I, I like, get. I do get that. Yeah. yeah From yeah. so what I was. And I had this conversation with mm. a friend. Actually, it's been an ongoing conversation with two friends of mine. Yeah. Actually, let me do my shout-outs right now. Mm. Shout-outs to Rafiq and shout-outs to Shirley. Woo-hoo. That's it. <laughs> and so they were having a conversation about should you be in con- c- contact with your ex. Right. But the context of that conversation was if your current partner mm. doesn't like the idea. Mm. And so I was like, well, mm, mm. it would be of a concern to me if my current partner, because that's a sign of either jealousy mm-hmm. or that you don't trust me okay. from my perspective, right? Okay. that you would have a problem with me communicating with my exes. Mm, mm. Now, for me, I, apart from one monster who <laughs> I hope, <laughs> I'm not going to say what I was going to say. I'm actually really cool with all my exes. Mm, mm. Like I, because for me, if if you got to the point where we were ever involved mm. in a deep way, mm. that means you you, like I don't really open up to a lot of people. Okay, right. So we got really really deep, and so it's just gonna be impossible for me to just act like I don't know you. And mm. usually those relationships just ended because we're all like. This is probably not working. Uh-huh, so or, that's different. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, that's different. Not that yeah. you did some some mm. terrible, terrible yeah. thing, as that one person did. Yes, yes, yes. And he, I don't wish him well, much less <laughs> talk to him. Like, I am proactively <laughs> hoping something bad happens to him. Swine. <laughs> oh, but God. Otherwise, I'm, you, you know, I usually, we talk, and yeah. I feel like people that cannot communicate with their exes, mm. not that there was cheating or mm, they did something. Love, yeah. I feel like, mm, are there There's lingering feelings right. there? I'm more suspicious of that yeah, than, yeah. you know, because I mean, why you feel like if you talk to them, your feelings will develop mm, again. Mm. That's suspicious to me exactly. as well, you see. Yeah. So I guess, I guess what, what would the answer be? It depends why it depends. you're not talking exactly. to the person. So, yeah, right. and I was even going to say, like, it really does depend. Like, for me, if you treated me like rubbish, there's no oh, way no, I would want to not. talk to you. Absolutely I'll forgive not. you because I'm that kind of person, but I'm not, I'm not going to go out of my way to talk to you. Yeah. Obviously, also, if there are kids involved, 
there has to be some you sort have of to communicate. Keep talking to yeah, them, yeah, there's there's no way around. And you it. have to even try and keep it amicable so your kid doesn't get all messed up. Exactly. So those are instances. Or for example, you're on some on a professional level, you have to go meet up with somebody maybe who screwed you over, mm-hmm, but things mm-hmm. have changed. You have to be professional yeah. and then deal with them. So I'm just saying that in in it depends. Do you keep do you do you keep talking to your ex? It depends on the situation. Yeah. But if you've done me wrong, sorry. Oh, bye-bye. hell no. It's, it's, it's over. So yeah. th- that's my two passwords. Okay, that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my two passwords, I'm going to start with a riddle. And riddle, then riddle. With a story. <laughs> mm. But then obviously, if you read the headline of the episode title, you'll figure out where I'm going with this. Okay. But if you haven't, then you can play along. Okay. Mm. So here's a riddle. I'll see if we can get it. A boy and his father were driving in a car and they got into a terrible accident. The father Mm -hmm. died immediately Mm -hmm. and the boy was rushed to the emergency room. And when he got there, the doctor said, I cannot operate, this is my son. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the riddle. Okay. So... (laughs) In the interest of time, I'll right. just... T- so, when I... Fr- and this was... This is even before, like, the internet was really popping like that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, people... It went round because nobody could figure out. People were like, oh, maybe he was a, he had a secret child or mm-hmm. maybe that wasn't really his father. Yeah. It wasn't really- the actual answer was the doctor was his mother. Oh, my and God. And not see? one person got it, including me at the time. Do you see how we're automatically thinking that the doctor has to be a guy? So. Oh, my God. What my two passwords is about this week is ingrained sexism. Mm-hmm. All right. So now here's my story. About two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I went to Republic, this bar in Osu, really cool place to hang out, amazing drinks. Mm-hmm. And I had parked somewhere. Now, I drive a beast of a vehicle. (laughs) So (laughs) parking is always tricky for me. So I had parked there. And as I was leaving with my friend, there was this guy who was going to park. Let's say he was going to park behind the car. So it was going to be like a T, kind Mm -hmm. of. Mm -hmm. Now, he was on the other side of the street. But there was very little space between the back of my car and, like, the side door of his car. So as he was parking, we were standing outside the car. So mm-hmm. I was trying to signal, was like, you can't park there because I'm coming out. Mm-hmm. And I won't be able to reverse out fully right. where you're parking. My friend said it. And we were all sitting. And the man, he, first of all, he totally ignored us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and went on. So my friend was like, okay, go sit in the car. Mm-hmm. Spark it. Maybe he doesn't get what we're gesturing out here. Yeah. So I sat in and I turned the engine on and everything. And then she came and sat down and she was furious. And she was mm. like, you don't talk like that. What's the meaning? And I was like, why? What? So some parking attendant or something had come. Mm. And I was like, why? What did he say? Mm. And she said, the guy, the parking attendant went to the man's car and was like, oh, can he, he should move. He's mm. like, oh, which if you don't understand, she means she's a woman, mm. so she can't come out. Mm. And she's like, this has nothing to do with being a woman. Look at the size of my car and the space. I will not be able... Nobody would have been able, able to, to do it. Know. And so when the man came the, back to the window and mm-hmm. was like, oh, he's moved, you could come out. I was like, hey, because, you know, no chill. <laughs> no chill, Miguel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Masa, 
when you are talking, talk with sense, okay? Mm. When you, what do you mean by me or What does that mean? I said, first of all, that person who is there, I bet you I'm a better driver than he will ever be, mm. okay? <laughs> I mean, you look at the car I'm driving. You think you think it's, it's toys, toys, <laughs> uh, playtime to drive this car around. No, it isn't. So... What do you mean? But you see, you saw me. You decided it's because I'm a woman. I said you obviously can't drive either, because mm. the bo- neither of you can drive. Because if either of you had any sense, you he would nobody would have had to tell him not to park okay. where he yeah. was parked, mm. and you would have known better than open your mouth and say it's because I'm a woman. I can't make the maneuver, and not because the freaking um, physics of the thing just this won't is, work. Ugh, and I was like, insulting. and it's always these funny, funny types who like. <laughs> have all these ideas about women and their know. places yeah, and know. what they're capable yep. of and not capable yep. of. And I'm just like, it has become to the point where, like, this riddle is an example. Mm. Sometimes you're not even aware that this thing has gotten into yep. your mind I did, honestly, and it's conditioning I did. you, you know. So I was read in the comment section of one thing that this Nigerian girl was mm-hmm. talking about how it is so difficult to be a doctor, like as a woman in Nigeria. I that, saw that. Yeah. So like you'll be in your white coat, you'll have your stethoscope around your neck, hmm. everything, and then you go to a patient and they'll be like, oh, are you a nurse? Exactly. And you're like, no, I'm the doctor. And they're like, ah. So where is the senior, senior doctor? doctor? Yeah, I saw that. Because yeah. it's just unfathomable for them to, for you as a woman to have, I mean, what, what's going on, you know? And I don't know if you heard the Lydia Foyson I issue did. recently. Yeah. I did. So some, you know, hopped up, self-appointed commando or whatever it is, they were recording. Lydia Foyson is an actress here in Ghana, an mm. advocate. She's quite outspoken and people can't stand her for that alone. Yeah. So anyway, they were shooting, um, scenes for something and then some guy just appeared and was like you can't film here and they had apparently they got a permit and everything and it was around the nafti campus which is the school the film school Mm -hmm. so i mean it's a very popular place for shooting and everything and then he's like who are you i mean so they're like okay but who are you like you have no identification turns out he was an off-duty cop something like that whatever so anyway it turned into an altercation and he hit her. He hit her, yeah, yes. I saw the video. So, of course, if you go to the comment section of... They're all like, but why did she... She insulted him. She said, F you, and you can't talk to a man like that. That was where the conversation got stuck. Can you Not mean? the Not fact that, that somebody hit, yeah. came without identification, hmm. with no um, demonstrable authority, and just came and said, don't, don't do this. And you're supposed to what? Just go and do it. Yeah, and blame the woman. You can't first. question. And then how dare you, as a woman, insult a man? And it's, I'm like, it's terrible. It's can terrible. we get it together? I mean, you see, every it seems every week I come back to this, and it sounds like you're doing ranting. But come on. And I think, and then I think I don't know whether I told you, but I was going to work sometime, and the guy who said he was going to beat me up. What? I was go- on my way to work. I was on the motorway. I was in an Uber. And then there was this guy driving on the shoulder of the road. So I put out my hand like, why are you driving like that? Mm. We got to the end of the motorway. I was just telling him, why are you driving like that? Like, you're being reckless. He said, if you don't shut up, I'll, come in, I'll get down from my car and beat you. That Do you know who I am? I'm like, come and beat me. Do you also know who I am? Huh? You know, sort of. And then he, he drove off. I still have his the number on his car. So. You should report him to some... <laughs> anyway, nobody will do? care. Yeah, nobody Go to the police station. Apparently, the Dove Sioux, which is a domestic um, and special victims unit mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. if you go there and say that your husband has beat you, they'll, they'll ask say, what you, did you do? what did you do? Exactly. So and why if, you, would you... if it turns out that it was an altercation and you actually insulted mm-hmm. him, they're like, eh, 
It's your uh, fault. A woman is not supposed to use... And that, that's what they'll tell you. So it's almost no point. And I feel like we really need to be aware of these things. Mm. Maybe you don't care today because you don't like Lydia Foysen. You don't care because you don't know me. You don't know Eddie. Yeah. You, you have a sister or a cousin or a mother who is going to be you know, just in her cause or in her position mm-hmm. and somebody will tell and her to shut see. up because she, and because she's a woman oh and, and then, and then that's when they'll that? start, yeah, that's then, when they'll start. Like, you yeah, can't do this. Exactly. But when, when it's someone else, yeah, it's yeah, fine. It's, it's Let's, just we just ridiculous. need to, I just, so my two pesos is really be a more aware of the language we use, the mentality in our approach to things. Mm. And it's possible that None of you fabulous people out there are sexist. <laughs> and the person that needs to hear this is somewhere, Cry. But if That's you catch thing. him and in some corner and you're having a conversation yeah, about some something else, too. please speak some sense. Not even just him, her as well. Her, yeah, true. It's not just men. No, patriarchy true, true. princesses mm. that I hear representing. Yep, yep, My yep. husband has the right to blah, blah, blah. They're yeah. everywhere. Indoctrinated <laughs> and enslaved. You need to and they don't realize mindset. it. So, yeah. My two passwords this week. Oh, beautiful. And I've done you. my shout outs, so I'm done. Uh, shout outs. Let me give a shout out to my darling brother. Hey, the herbalist bro. He's been holding us down from yeah, day one. He's awesome. <laughs> he's smiling. I can see him smiling. <laughs> yeah, we can, he's through, we can see him through the window here in the studio. All right, so that, that's my shout out. Have a lovely week. Yep. Um, and talk to y'all soon. soon Again, bye. next week. Bye. Bye bye. If you enjoyed the episode and you're listening to us on any of our platforms, please give us a thumbs up. Remember to subscribe and we'd also love for you to share this episode with your friends. Let's continue the conversation. We'd like to hear your feedback. Information on how to reach us on our website can be found in the description.